TTC saying that they've approved their 2020 budget, which includes a 10-cent fare hike. It is the ninth time that transit fees are going up since uh, 2009. Saran Gabrielesi is a human rights lawyer and a former mayoral candidate who, as part of her platform, actually campaigned on free public transit which they're just set to institute in Kansas City. So we're going to talk a lot about that and several other issues as Saron joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Good afternoon. Nice to see you. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. And uh, first off, uh, let me begin, I think, with a pretty basic uh, question. Why does free public transit, instead of year after year of fare hikes, why does free public transit like Missouri, Kansas City, is getting set to uh, invoke uh, in 2020, why does that make sense? You know, when I first introduced free transit last year, everyone said it was crazy in Toronto. And a year later, it's been introduced in Parliament, in Edmonton, in Victoria City Council, and as you said, Kansas. And and so the culture has changed. Michael Kuto is campaigning on free transit right now. So I think there there is a shift. I think... It's common sense. Toronto is so expensive and the fares, as you probably agree, are crazy in the city. And um, and so to me, I've always believed in free transit since middle school. I just I just the way we have free health care, access to education for all. I see transit as common sense. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, it would get more theoretically people using public transit, particularly in a day and age when we're talking about gridlock, congestion and environmental concerns. Yeah. And right now, you know, the climate movement is just rocking the nation and the world right now. And one of the sort of platform points coming out of that is free transit. So Montreal's mayor, Valérie Laplante, introduced free transit for a day in to coincide with the climate issue, talking about the obvious benefits that free transit would have in terms of uh, in terms of battling the climate crisis. So it's really, you know, 2019 has been a big year for, for free transit. And I, I really mm-hmm. see it in the crystal ball. Now, for people trying to kind of get their heads around this idea of free public transit, and again, nothing's free. It costs sure. us because we've already paid for the, the system. And is charging people to ride transit, Saron, do you believe uh, that they've already paid for? Is it similar to, I don't know, if we started tolling the DVP or the Gardner, which drivers get upset about it, even just the whisper of that because they've already paid for the roads? Yeah, it's nothing is free, so to speak. Like we've already, as taxpayers, have already paid into it. But I, you know, compare it to riding elevators, like or you know, having a toll at a park. We don't pay for to to use libraries. We don't pay to you know ride an elevator or to go to a park. So I just. I just find it so punitive. And, and you see all the transit enforcers now on the streetcars, and they're investing more money into transit police and all of the issues around that. And, you know, it's just 325 is crazy to me. I mean, I don't know if you watched the clip that went viral with one of the commissioners saying, I don't know how much, like asking how much a fare is. So mm-hmm. the board and the decision makers don't actually ride the bus in the city is what that, the message I got from that. Um, and uh, and of course, quality is a problem. When I went to Scarborough for the mayoral debate on transit last year with John Tory and Jennifer Keesmat, I was the only one that took the bus and I was tweeting the whole way. <laughs> and we were literally stranded in Scarborough at 11 p.m. because there was no way to get back. So unfortunately, I had to sell out and actually take an Uber back from U of T Scarborough <laughs> to get downtown. You know, the most most bothersome thing about 325 is finding that 25. Isn't it? I mean, it's somewhat easy to throw. It's $3. Okay, I got a toonie and a loonie, but does anybody got a quarter? Can I find you? <laughs> it is so 
it's so irritating. And like, there's been so much fear evasion this last year. You probably yes. read about it. And it's like, people can't afford it in the city. The, the downtown core is a, like the most expensive city in the country. So if not, with free public transit, that uh, gets rid of that problem instantly. All of a sudden, we're not worried about fare invaders. We're not worried about how much money we're losing due to fare invasion. And we're not paying, as you mentioned, these transit cops or transit uh, police to kind of uh, police people getting on and off. Exactly. And now they, they're putting in more money, millions of dollars, into an anti-racism strategy that that has been announced with the with the budget. And I'm just sitting there thinking, like, more money into an anti-discrimination strategy when we could actually get to the root of the problem, which is making the TTC accessible so people can actually afford to get around. I, I think students, even young professionals, struggle with the, you know, the penalties. I, it mm-hmm. feels like, to me, I, you know, I ride the TTC a lot. It always feels like a penalty. Let me ask you this. Uh, with Missouri, Kansas City coming online with free public uh, transit in 2020, and as you mentioned, some other cities and jurisdictions have followed suit or are looking at it. What is the biggest challenge in your estimation to switch a city like Toronto over to free public transit? Well, the decision makers don't ride the bus, as we've seen. So the and right now on city council, we only have one councilor who's come out for free transit, Josh Matlow, on a, on a 25 member city council. So the political will has to be there, which means we need regular folks, regular people who actually ride the bus, who might you know earn under forty thousand a year, making those decisions, getting elected to city council, sitting on the board, and then if you know if you actually had you know, ordinary people in those decision-making roles, I think we could actually make it happen. But why is the political will not there when we're talking about a uh, possible, uh, maybe not ultimate solution, but at least uh, helping in areas such as climate change, gridlock and congestion, which are vital issues to Torontonians in 2019 and beyond? Well, first off, Jeff, it's been a year since I first introduced free transit and things have changed so much. Like I said, when I first introduced it, I remember I was at a, at a, at a press or a scrum and everyone looked like the floor had dropped. And then, like I said, a year later, it was introduced in parliament with Jagmeet Singh and it was introduced in all these other places. So the political will on the ground is there, but we have a very conservative city council. And and this is seen, I think, as still controversial within our city council uh, sort of um amongst the counselors, but I, I think that they're really out of touch personally. Have you opened the books or been privy to the books? Is it even possible to do this? I mean, do the numbers add up? Because when you take away whatever they make in fares every year, are they able to uh, pay their people, the TTC? Are they able to keep up with maintenance and uh, all of the other uh, costs that are associated with transit? That's all, The first question is always, how are you going to pay for it? Mind you, those questions don't get asked about free education, education or health care. So... I point that out. But yes, it's possible. The city budget is a very generous budget and taxpayer dollars are uh, are paid more into, say, the Toronto Police budget, for example, than all of these other line items, including the TTC and the economic development portfolio and libraries and arts and culture. So Toronto is not a poor city and our budget is not hurting. And so the numbers speak for themselves. We can pay for it. And there's a lot of literature that that tells us that the numbers are there to do so. Do you think we're going the right way, though? Because you mentioned health care, and I think a lot of folks will say their experience with health care in the not-too-distant past is it's becoming less and less affordable, if you will, because, yes, we do pay into universal health care, but 
you know, a lot of people feel like they're getting nickel and dime there, and it's not like you're getting charged a toll or a fare, but, uh, you know, you go in and you've now got to pay for crutches and those sorts of things. Like, are we moving in the wrong direction, do you think, uh, governments uh, as a whole? Because it seems as if they're looking for more ways to charge you for things rather than taking those charges away. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, during the federal election, we heard a lot about head to toe health care from some of our uh, from the NDP, of course. Um, and yeah, I think this this move to download more and more costs onto families is is really short sighted. It's um, and all of these, you know, austerity, these efforts to. Um, you know, to to have us absorb the costs, I think is really is uh, the best way I can say. I, I think it's short sighted. I think we can do better as a as a country and as a city, and and I think we will. All right. Just to finally, let me ask you. I think Toronto. We pride ourselves on being in the forefront of things, of being uh, leaders and not uh, followers. Can we be? Do you think that uh, Toronto wants to be a leader when it comes to uh, transit and world class transit and uh, finding ways to ease the congestion and uh, help when it comes to the climate? Yeah, Toronto is a fascinating place. I think we are leading edge in a lot of ways. We're a city that's. The same city that elected Rob Ford is the same city that can elect, you know, more visionary leadership to to push the envelope. And and I, Toronto, it, you know, if there's any Canadian city that's going to make free transit happen this decade, I believe it will be Toronto. All right. Interesting conversation, Sarona. A pleasure to meet you, and thanks so much for coming in. Thanks, Jeff.